tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Agent Carter fans, it's time to talk about Agent Carter here at AfterBuzz TV. I couldn't be more excited. Guys, we're back. Yeah. It has been far too long. It has. It's been almost like 10 years or something. It feels All like All right. That. Thank you guys for joining us. This is AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Zach Wilson, with my red fedora, as always. Uh, and joining me for tonight's Agent Carter Season 2, Episode 1 premiere, Megan Salinas is here. Hey guys! You guys can tweet at me directly at the Mangwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. Emma Fife is joining us this season. Yes, I'm very excited to be here. I am Emma Fife. You can find me all over the internet wherever Emma Fife's are sold at my name, Emma Fife. <laughs> Jesse Klein. Hi, everyone. I'm Jesse Klein. You can find me at JessKlein1. That's J-S-S-K-L-E-I-N, the number one. <laughs> uh, and you guys can find me on Twitter at ThatZachWilson, as always. Guys, first reactions. How do we feel after this extra-long <laughs> premiere of Agent Carter. I don't think I've smiled for two hours straight in a long, long time. Yeah. And I was grinning from ear to ear this entire, these two episodes. It yeah. was just fantastic. I definitely had a, a wide, stupid, goofy <laughs> the whole episode. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a mix of, like, it's fun to be back in this world. It's fun to see these characters that we all love. And also, uh, we were talking before... We haven't seen each other in like a month, and, or, yeah. and it's and it's been a while. So it's like fun to be like hanging out with my pals again. Aww. It's also it's also really fun to have a show that is. Because obviously, you know, dark things are going on. People are getting murdered. There's sure. like a terrible antimatter situation. <laughs> things happening. are happening. However, because it is that that stylized sort of 1940s, it, it's almost a little bit campy in a beautiful, beautiful way, and it's so enjoyable to watch something that's so much fun, especially yeah. because so much, so, especially the last show I talked about <laughs> in the Marvel Universe. It's pretty, I love it, but it's, but Jessica Jones is pretty dark, you know what I mean? It's no, very dark. No, yeah. even, even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't have the campiness that it had in season one. Yeah. yeah. It got very dark in season two, and season three is still dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. So to have something very kitschy, very bright, yeah. it was, it, again, I was just grinning from ear yeah. to ear. Big hats. Yeah. Lots of big hats. <laughs> yeah. That's the beauty of the Marvel Universe, though, mm -hmm. is that you can do all of these things. You can go into these dark places, but and even in these lighter shows like Agent Carter, you can yeah. tackle all those heavy issues. Season one spent pretty much the whole season dealing with issues of feminism, mm -hmm. and yeah. like it, it was the 1940s, mm -hmm. and like. Apologists can look at it and be like, no, it was the 1940s. And then you're like, no, wait, we still behave like that. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, 
both scratch their head. Um, <laughs> and it looks like season two is going to be dealing a lot with the racism mm-hmm. issues of the nineteen fifties, um, yeah. which is a great which is a great place to take it. We couldn't do like the same. We didn't want to do the same things we were doing. Yeah, I agree. I in mean, season one. they obviously addressed some of the the sort of uh, borderline misogynistic attitude uh, towards women, but they're obviously not going to deal with it in the same way, particularly in relationship to Peggy Carter herself. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was really worried that we would start the season and it would be back at square one. Yeah. But, like, everyone respects her. Like, everyone who's worked with her before is exactly. like, oh my god, yeah, that's Peggy Carter. <laughs> like, like I, I like that that continued on. Like, they know she's the one that took down that huge, like, secret sect last yeah. season. Yeah. So it's, it's cool to have her being established just badass. Well, I I think what's great about it is not only the fact that they kind of, in this season it looks like they're addressing the whole diversify Agent Carter hashtag that was going on last season, which is super great. But I also like that she now has a team in her corner. She didn't have that last time. That is absolutely true. She was like a lone wolf, like, I have to do this, I have to prove myself, just as a matter of her own sense of pride. Um, Because she knows she's capable and she's dealing with a bunch of people who don't believe that Mm -hmm. and so now that she we've gotten through all that to have a team in her corner people she can work off of and who can work off of her in return like that's fantastic and it makes for a lot of that great dialogue and a lot of that fun that we were just talking about yeah i mean i think what jesse was starting to get out there where it would be easy to start with peggy back where she was yeah it could have i think that expands to the whole cast the whole team Mm -hmm. because it would have been very easy and a lot of shows fall into the trap of putting characters back to where they were at the beginning of Mm -hmm. the last season or beginning of the show and no one is where they were at the beginning of season one thompson's Um, chief Thompson, yeah. Tom, yeah. Thompson's chief. Everyone that performed admirably in yeah. season one, and with that big case, like they got what they deserve from yeah. like solving a major, major case. They've all Absolutely. progressed. Yeah, yeah. 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 Susan's the chief now. Too. Yeah, Susan yeah. is, is the chief of the West Coast Bureau. Yeah, sure. Uh, with Hercules and Hawkeye. <laughs> oh, no, that's a different organization. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, but but it was it, that was a cool thing to like to give him because he earned it just as much as anybody else. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, Peggy is like the all star. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. instead of like sending in, a, they're like, no, just just send. Peggy. Yeah, well, I don't think she's getting sandwiches this season. No, no. or, or yeah. making coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Although it is very fun to like kind of look at Thompson and see what he's what he's getting at by sending her to the West Coast. Because on the one hand, that could be like thank me on your wedding day. On the other hand, it could be like I'm asserting my masculinity into this situation. Oh, yeah. We're gonna well, yeah, do things my way. Let's talk about the top of the episode because we. See Started off with that that awesome bank heist. Oh, that was great! <laughs> and they totally tried to throw you for a loop with uh, Dottie wearing the red fedora. Yeah, <laughs> and I love that she's like, "Next time I'll be an SSR agent," and that's exactly what, what she's she did. Going yeah, for. Yeah, she, exactly. yeah, she went for the best of the best of yeah. the SSR agents. Yeah. yeah. Um, when we saw that preview, and like I think we were watching because we were watching it was the, in the, the, uh, the Captain special. America special. Yeah. They showed yeah. that little clip, and we were all, we were just like. Knowing that Madame Mask is coming, I was like, oh, it's Madame Mask. So it's like, we're going to have, like, I think Megan, you put it, it was going to be like the Agent May scene yeah. from S.H.I.E.L.D., where it's like, 
Haley Atwell fights Haley Atwell. <laughs> um, but this was even better. Yeah. Um, it was fun to have Dottie back. We got a little bit of the last season carrying on yeah. there. But she's obviously going to have a uh, some sort of role to play this season based yeah. on what she uh, was so eager to acquire. Oh my god! <laughs> when I saw that, when I saw the Hydra pin, I I freaked out. Like I got chills. I was like, "Okay, oh, yeah. it's the same world. It's the same we, universe." Uh, seeing we, of which, um, we Ray, that, if you could bring up, um, God, we are fantastic engineer Ray in the booth. If yeah. you could just bring up those uh, photos that I sent over, because this this popped up. On the screen, and like, it, uh, well, first, uh, and then the other one was, yeah. uh, yeah, we saw was first. Was the pin, the lapel was pin. Was the pin, and then later, yeah. as that, yeah, yeah there it is. There's a pin. Both of them, we didn't notice it, uh, like, oh, oh. I didn't, when I, we're like, looking at the pin, yeah. Yeah, looking at the pin, it just like, because it was so fast. Yeah. yeah. But then as soon as they shot that image of the, uh, like, the sign on the wall before the meeting, yeah. I just, oh! Our jaws were on the ground. Like, that's how shocked we this, were. So this is, for anyone who doesn't know why we're freaking out, <laughs> yeah. um, that is the ram's head hydra symbol that was been, that's been introduced yeah. in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> at, to be the, the ancient hydra, the more subtle, more undercover Hydra that's been around forever. Yeah, yeah that has yeah. literally been around for <laughs> ages and ages and ages. Um, I love tying this together. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it gives us in, for for the people who are like it's is insane paying attention as us. It gives us, we instantly know who the that little border shadowy figures is. Mm-hmm. Um, and but at the same time, for anybody who's just watching Agent Carter, who hasn't watched Agents of Seal, uh, Shield, this is just you know mysterious organization number two, which is fine. That's great. Yeah, yeah. and again, and and they already are sort of laying that groundwork of okay, so obviously there's some connection here because you know Dottie got the lapel pin, and then we see the symbol on the wall, and then later towards the end of the the. Technically episode two, but it was a two-hour season premiere. So anyway, towards the end of everything, when, you know, when basically Peggy goes, oh, I've I've seen this symbol before, you know, even if you're not watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's not like you've, you still are able to put the pieces together. You're not in that just, like, chaotic territory of there's all kinds of stuff happening and I can't follow the plot. <laughs> you know that it's bad. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly. Those people are bad. Um, they're they they basically they they don't imply they straight up say they caused the <laughs> the ni- market the crash yeah. the stock yeah. market crash. Um, so yeah, bad guys. Yeah, yeah, the only way they could be more evil is if one of them was stroking a cat in one of like a little spinny chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in my mind, the chair didn't stop spinning. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but so uh, in the first episode, uh, yeah, so. What we were talking about with uh, with Su- with Susa and Jack sending him out. Yes. He, do you got? What do you guys think was his motivation there? Was it because there's two there's two ways to say it. There's I know. one of like he's clearly enjoying whatever reason is. Do you think he's sending her to mess with Susa or to mess with Carter? I think I think it's to mess with both of them. I don't think it was like I need to get this girl out of here yeah. because I don't want to be the star. I actually disagree with that just a little bit. I I think if he did it, he more did it on an unconscious level because when Peggy is interrogating her, uh, the two other agents who are watching her in front of Souza are talking about how if there's anybody who can crack this nut, it's going to be Agent Carter and. 
And immediately he sent them out of the room. So I don't think he's doing it, like, specifically to be mean or to be, like, all macho man. I think it's very much on an unconscious level because he still, in his mind, has a lot to prove because he was the one that got credit for her accomplishment at the end of last season. So I feel like maybe he's not trying to be mean, but I feel like he feels like he needs to earn his keep. Yeah, I'm cool with that because, like, why wouldn't you tell Sousa if it wasn't to screw with it? Yeah, then, I, I think it's both. I think well, it's more like go go off you two lovebirds and yeah. and I'll take care of this and Yeah, you know. I mean, it's interesting because I sort of interpreted when he sent those two guys away as him actually expressing a like certain level of admiration for Peggy because they, you know, they were kind of trying to make like a sporting event out of her interrogation. And so I actually saw it as somewhat respectful that like get out of here guys yeah, she's just doing her job. Yeah, exactly. Um and yeah and I and definitely my initial reaction to him sending her away was when he was like, "Oh, I know just the man for the job." I was like I saw that as, "Oh, I mean, if you want to have our most capable agent, like Peggy is is your man." And if and if that <laughs> makes you uncomfortable, well that's your own fault. Yeah, exactly. And uh and also, yeah, definitely definitely uh, got a touch of the him trying to <laughs> start, start a love affair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, only to find out later that this uh, uh You called it, man. Yeah. 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 I called it too. I, there was like a moment in there just like when uh, I forget it like right before he about five minutes before he the reveal of that I was just like the way he's behaving I like know. oh he's got a lady <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel like I've definitely been like I feel like ladies if a guy just stops <laughs> hanging out with you it's because he doesn't want to hang out with you. <laughs> Oh, he wouldn't return her calls I know it was so, oh. speaking of love affairs I'm in love with Bernard. <laughs> also, also, Bernard specifically the way that it's pronounced with an English accent, oh, yeah, which is Bernard, yeah. is Bernard. the funniest name on the planet to me. <laughs> so when the flamingo Bernard. was named Bernard, I just lost it. Bernard Stark. <laughs> Uh, um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, with just with while well, we're on Sousa and yeah. Carter, yeah. Um, I mean, the whole thing with uh, it was Victoria, right? I thought it was Violet. Violet, Violet is Violet. a girlfriend. Right. Yeah, it was a V name. It yeah. was well, Violet and then Rose. There are a lot of flowery names. That's going true. On. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, what do you guys think? It's having like, what are we supposed to think at this point? Like, obviously, <laughs> while while we were away, right? Um, Carter. Fell for Sousa. Mm-hmm. I think. I think probably like in the most like clinical thing. I think probably what it is is a device so that Agent Carter can like explore other romantic options this season without her like it seeming like. Well, why aren't you just with Sousa? Right. Without it being forced. Yeah, right. Without it being forced. Um, I think probably what it is is it's like, you know, Sousa, it, it's also a good way to show us where the time jump is. Yeah. Because Sousa has been there long enough to have gotten over Peggy and found someone else. Yeah. Someone so, he's been in, in, with her enough that he like... Wants to a, marry her? A, yeah. it was literally he wants about, to put a ring on it after six months. He yeah. was about to propose. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the 50s. People yeah. moved a lot faster. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, yes. <laughs> but like, I, I think it's I think it's mostly to kind of like help us see that time jump. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. where it's like oh man, like they've 
had something and then lost something in this in the amount of time we've missed. Yeah. Now, yeah, because I mean, yeah. his life he you know he, his life is in L.A. now, and his life has gone on. I yeah. mean, he had to move on. Um, Peggy was <clears throat> not returning his affections. Yeah. For better or worse, like, and I, Seuss is such a good guy. He's, I know. He's like, all right. I I see how it is, like, and like no fault to anyone in, no. involved, but I'm gonna move across the country and move on well, with my life. And yeah. he said it himself, like a three hour time difference feels like a lifetime, and even more so back then because know, they because you couldn't just send a text message. You couldn't yeah. just send a text. You couldn't Facetime. You yeah, couldn't the, Skype. Yeah, oh. there was no like getting a picture of that person, like no. unless you snail. You yeah. went to Sears, <laughs> got a photography, <laughs> and <laughs> snail mailed it <laughs> to a the other side. Of the type after forty five minutes, photograph. It wasn't the eighteen fifty. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, you didn't have to send the Pony Express. <laughs> she didn't have to sit there for like four hours while they took the photos. <laughs> One guy on a pony. I hear this guy Edison's got a way to send photos of your loved ones across the country. It's called Hold a on. fax machine. <laughs> Let me wire this information. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> everyone has to know. Yeah. But I... On the one hand, I I'm happy for Souza. I think that it's it's good that he wasn't just gonna sit and wait around for her. I think that's a good thing. On the other hand, and I feel the same way actually about her getting involved with a romant in another romantic relationship right now. Other Marvel shows have led me to be very predisposed towards suspicion of a new romantic partner. <laughs> yep. Very, very yeah, specific well, cases the, that yeah. I don't want to mention in case other people aren't watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and other it's, things like it's that. It's funny you should say the that. Chat because, yeah, that, the chat yeah. Um, is either thinking she's getting fridged or think that she's... I would hope not fridged, but yeah. at the same time, I don't want Susie to get stabbed in the back yeah. either. Well, but, some, uh, uh, Justin Van uh, Volkenberg uh, mm-hmm. oh, name, no. uh, says Susie's girlfriend is either a martyr, so like a, a refrigerator, right. or an agent of Taurus slash Hydra. He said oh. also martyr equals pulling a Ross. <laughs> oh, he's oh. not wrong. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Oh, that's heart. what I mean. But they're Justin, they're you're a cold man. Most of, I mean, if you look, at, I mean, not to talk too much about Agents of Shield, but if you look at uh, Sky and Ward in season one, Ward turned out to be Hydra, and yeah. that ship sank. And mm-hmm. then uh, in season, in this past season, we get betrayed, uh, you know, by we get betrayed because of um, shoot, it's New that, Shield, n- not New Shield, but Agent May and her husband. Oh yeah, there's that oh, whole yeah. thing with Lash and like. Uh, yeah, yeah and I they mean, keep getting betrayed. You by gotta people. be, you gotta be real careful in in the Marvel universe if you're dating anyone. That's true. Um, they but, could be an alien. They could yeah, be. But, with, <laughs> but with Sousa and uh, and Violet, I, I what I really enjoyed about Peggy's reaction to that was that it still it all felt real. Like her, I mean, let's be perfectly honest. Like her going towards uh, Wilkes. There's a little bit of a rebound thing going on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's still very charming and very handsome. Oh, yeah. So there's absolutely no he's a question. Scientist. <laughs> <laughs> he's a scientist who's also a yeah. winemaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, she, she's doing the thing that that people do, where it, it's 
where you really like one person, but you, they maybe seem to be not so into you, so you date somebody else well, to protect yeah, yourself. She, she turned down Wilkes when she thought that she could still go get drinks with Susan. Yeah. And when that turned out not to be the case, she did the exact same thing he did. Yeah. Found it somewhere else. I'm sure Wilkes is super happy about being that second option. <laughs> <laughs> about being Sucky's rebound. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're that close in a in a, a telephone booth with sure. yeah. Peggy Carter, Look, are you going to complain? Uh, important things in comic book stuff happen in phone booths. <laughs> That's <laughs> accurate. Can, can we talk about her new roommates, by the way? Especially <laughs> the reveal room. Oh, we will. We will. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Don't worry. There's so wait. much to get to Sorry. in these There's episodes. A There's, There's so a much to get to. Um, I I, I want to talk about Wilkes still though because there's so much to talk about with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Um, because when we're introduced to him, he immediately falls for Peggy. Well, yeah. and what's so interesting is when we were initially introduced to him, I was instant like I loved him right off the bat. Yeah. Because he was so charming. Yeah. And just funny and clearly liked Peggy and this was even in a moment where like I still thought that she and Susa had a chance so I was really torn yeah when they first introduced him I'm like oh no are we going for like some crazy love triangle thing Um, because Jack could still potentially have a thing for Peggy as well and I was like "Uh, how big is this web going to get screw off Chad (laughs) McMoore I mean the thing is like when they introduced him he was like a magician he was like you want to come see something yeah exactly I just, something cool? I just did something awesome. You want to come see it? Which he found somebody who... It, that company didn't look like it's that big. No, yeah. I know. Like, he saw a pretty lady that didn't work there and was like, hey, you want to see something cool? I'm going yeah. to give her some wine. Yeah. <laughs> Turn on the charm. Drink it. Don't do Don't Don't do accept that. drinks what from strangers like <laughs> They don't all turn out to be nice. It was the scientists. That's true. It was the 1950s. No one knew better. <laughs> Doesn't mean it didn't happen. Happen, just no one knew better. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, anyway, like he, yeah, he gives her some wine, um, and so basically his. But his story, like he, he instantly falls for her. Mm-hmm. Which trust me, I understand how <laughs> you do that. Yeah, especially He's only human. Especially, oh my god, that the red dress in that first episode, she looks or the maroon dress. <laughs> Mm. Both dress, like both dresses, the shoot because she basically just wore two dresses in these episodes for the entire time. But I did love the red dress paired with the red hat that she wore (laughs) to the horse race, (laughs) and her American accent. Yes, that's just the bee's knees. (laughs) I mean, I I feel like I need to take a moment and just like breathe because like if I you all if you watched (laughs) any of this after show last year, you know. You know that I am head over heels in love with Agent Carter, Aww. and if well, Peggy well, I had like Dottie, <laughs> good. Yeah. good, you guys don't have to compete. Yeah. It's fine. But we like they're just like trying to make me love her more <laughs> than I already did. Like beyond just like how stunning she looked in like in those dresses. I'm usually a whiskey girl. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That was so fantastic. I melted. Girl after my own heart. Yeah, yeah she's great. Uh, all right, I. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's it's okay. You're only human too. It's yeah. okay. That's why I had to take the hat off. Haley was amazing. Yeah. I totally yeah. get it. <laughs> I, no, we, can, because, we can take a minute to appreciate. No, absolutely. Haley because I mean, as like as a woman, I totally have a very serious girl crush on her. One hundred percent. And it's yeah. because. Especially the character that she plays on this show, 
is so just refreshing for a lady character. It's the, I am such a sucker for like a girl kicking butt in high heels and red lipstick. You know, like yeah. I, I love that. I love when a girl is a total badass without sacrificing any of her femininity. And that's 100% what Peggy Carter is. Yes. And uh, I, I think these episodes displayed it in a great way. Because absolutely. you see her obviously fighting. She's the one, she's like giving orders to, when, when Wilkes and her are under fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's the one who is telling him, you do this, you shoot the gun, I'm going to jack this car. Get a hot wire. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was amazing. Um, but then also, like, at the same time that she, she does all these badass things, yeah. the episode ends in her struggling with seeing, basically, assuming that Wilkes just died. Yeah. And, you, and her the performance that Haley Atwell gave was fantastic because it was this subtle. She didn't cry, no, no. but you could see the, the devastation. You could see the devastation. Yeah. You could see the tears welling she, in a way that like was almost more powerful than crying. She does a really, really good job of portraying those moments where Peggy is hurt or vulnerable without just outright again, like you say, crying because because Peggy as a character is so much about how she's a workaholic, you know? Like, she's totally married to her work, and overall, she does shove her emotions aside, or she tries to, but she does... She does a really good job of being like, I'm staying strong, but like inside of dying. <laughs> well, yeah, the reason why she's a workaholic is because the love of her life yeah. died in World War II. Exactly. As, as far as she knows. Yep. Yeah. And that she is... She now... Not only was he the love of her life, but he was also the best person who's ever existed. In the world, yeah. And now she feels that burden, the stuff that yeah. he would be bringing to the world, she feels that that's on her yeah. now. And that she has to protect the world the way he would. And so I think I think that's what makes her such an interesting character. Yeah. Is, yeah. Like, she has that that weight with her the entire time. She's fun. She has those, like, jokes and stuff like that. But still now, like, you can still see Captain America's shadow still yeah. with her. We, Absolutely. We watched the uh, Captain America special that they had right before. And uh, at one point, they're interviewing <clears throat> Haley Atwell. And she, she said that, you know, Captain America is now the standard by which she judges everybody. Because yeah. he was mm-hmm. the best man she's ever known. Yeah, good luck, Will. <laughs> good luck, anybody, man. Yeah. Um, yep, as uh, Billy Polyhan says in the chat, she has the worst luck with men because where do you go after Captain America? <laughs> it's all downhill from there. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. I mean, there's no drama. With, I mean, well, I guess he's fighting the Nazis, so there's plenty of drama. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there, there's a lot. And like her, when she was, again, when she was coming out, that. When she is like clearly devastated, clearly upset, right. but she doesn't even mention the fact, like anything about Wilk. She just goes right into. Let me give you my like, report. Yeah, yes. here's yeah, here's everything that you need to know about the situation. I'm going to debrief uh, you on everything mm-hmm. that uh, that happened, so that we can move on, so that we can keep the investigation going. Even as she's just fighting back tears. Yeah, the Be- job comes first, well, and that is such an amazing character. And that's that's what she has to latch onto too, if she is going to move forward. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, if you stop too long to look back, yep. you know, you're never going to be able to move forward again. Yeah. Plenty of time to feel horrible later. <laughs> you can feel horrible all you want when we get back to the base. <laughs> oh, um, all right, so let's move to some other stuff in this episode that like, because um, beyond so. I want to talk about the everything that Isodyne 
it, uh, isod- isodine, yeah, isodine is doing with what is seemingly graviton yeah. from yeah. Agents of Shield. Speaking of like our jaws dropping, yeah. that, <laughs> that um, scene. First reactions, guys. When that, I wonder what you were thinking at the end of episode one when that shot just comes up. I, my first thought was actually not with the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing that we're talking about. At first I was like, is that a door? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh no, is that is that is that going to be tied in? And I was like, oh no, it's not that. It's Graviton. Or whatever they're calling it. Uh, some Z- zero. Well, they're zero calling matter. it Zero Matters. We learned it in the second episode. Right. Yeah. But like, I mean, Gra- and Graviton is a character yeah. that yeah. we haven't right. seen since the Doctor. And that we're still mm-hmm. waiting on that, by the way. Yeah, it was, doc- <laughs> it was Dr. Holland season one of, yeah. of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it still hasn't come back. sucked yeah. into, into the Zero matter, the I zero, guess. I, was that yeah. even the same stuff? Was it the same I'm substance? Not, I think it is. It seemed like it's yeah. designed identically. Well, and I feel like, too, they do a really good job of incorporating everything together, so it would surprise me if it wasn't. Well, if that makes yeah. sense. And, <laughs> I mean, they're, they, like... And, I mean, by the time we do get to when we first see that very similar substance in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's in S.H.I.E.L.D.'s possession. Yeah. So, and it's, like, being transferred, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, at at this point in where we are in this season of Agent Carter, it's... It is out there and at large. Uh, so, the, you know, that's obviously going to be a plot line is, is uh, re-containing it. Well, yeah. and it, it might not even be the same stuff. Because it might just be like a similar thing right. or they might have more of it right. elsewhere because we don't, we, we see traces of what happened to it by the time we get to the end of this two-parter. But like, we don't see it in its form you know that we that we see it when we see it in Agents of Shield. We we yeah. see it in her cut, and I'm sure with whatever's left of Wilkes, I'm sure it'll be like encompassing him in some way, mm-hmm. shape, or form. They, like in in Agents of Shield, it's known as it's called gravitonium. They've yeah. never, uh, to my knowledge, and uh, chat, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong here, but no one, no one before this has said zero matter. That's new right now. That doesn't mean it's different because yeah. this is again there's there's a good 50, 60 year difference here. So you they could have easily renamed it or rediscovered it because they set up that Franklin Hall uh, who later would become Graviton if you mm-hmm. follow his comic book projectory uh, it, like he was studying it he discovered it like he's the expert in it um, he could have found the same thing later I, my first thought was like is this how they're are they gonna like it's like because bending gravity can bend a lot of things including space time sure. so yeah. like, are they gonna, it's like Franklin Hall gonna pop out in the know. 50s and be like <laughs> right how the hell did I get here <laughs> that'd be amazing no I definitely saw the, the potential there for it being like a space time door situation. <laughs> space time continuum yeah thing. no totally but uh, it, does, it does lift the trucks off the ground before sucking them in so yeah. it's clearly messing with gravity <laughs> Uh, everybody in the chat needs you to know, Zach, that it's a it's Dark Force and it's a Doctor Strange tie-in. That's <laughs> that's the opinion of the entire chat. Okay, right chat now. Roll. <laughs> the Dark Force. That would be amazing. Um, they did. No, well, it's magic now. They yeah. did say that there is uh, 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 Butters and Fazekas did say that there is going to be a big Doctor or not big a, a subtle Doctor Strange tie-in. Yeah. So I feel and, like that might not. And be quite in the MCU, <laughs> science and magic are the same. 
thing. <laughs> well, they, they, it's established yeah. with Thor, like the way both are presented, it's the same thing. So this could be magic. I think that's their justification for having magic. Yeah, moving sure. forward. Yeah, I'm gonna have to phone a friend um, next week. I'll talk to Matt Key. Uh, <laughs> over at Marvel New- right. Movie News when I'm seeing him on Thursday and I'll get the lowdown on Dark Force yeah. if that is in fact what we're dealing with right. I'll have all the information for you next week excellent <laughs> can't um, wait I wish we could just like call him up now like, yeah, we, have <laughs> Doc, we have Dr. Strange questions answer I'd like to phone a friend yes uh, <laughs> it would be um, but, we can make calls from the studio right <laughs> <laughs> um, but so so that was one that was a potentially big storyline yeah. that like we're waiting to see where it goes. Yep. Um, obviously, we we know uh, uh, potential spoilers. Should I save the the mask spoilers? I feel like they're we're talking about there. we're talking about the dark um, matter. Well, let's just yeah, do so, it. So Whitney Frost um, is the character that we all meet is the the actress. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those who may not be aware, Whitney Frost is a character from the comic yes. books known as Madame Mask. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we, I thought, I, I thought Madame Mask had, was sort of done with in the with, in the with Marvel Agent Universe. 33. With Agent Thirty Three. Yeah. I thought they had sort of just reappropriated yeah. that character. Well, she's like a major Daredevil villain. So like having her here is fine because Daredevil's got enough villains, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, like, they recently brought her back for um, Invincible Iron Man. She's been yeah. a major villain in there. Yeah, she's she does a lot of like espionage and like behind the scenes thing. She doesn't have any superpowers per se. She's just good at hand to hand combat yeah. and, and shooting guns. And she always seems to kind of be in the right place at the wrong time. This, that, I mean, that sounds like the perfect type of character to be in our, you know, our big spy show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And and it almost seems. Because you you bring up a, a good point, Jesse, that in the comics she doesn't have any powers. She's just good at hand to hand combat and has a terribly mangled yeah, face and it, wears a mask. It wouldn't yeah. it wouldn't be fair to like throw her up against like Secret Warriors, right? At this right. Point. But it's sort in of comics, interesting because I feel like with this whole you know dark matter, it's the dark force. Yeah. I basically I, I did some quick googling. <laughs> and yeah. I, all of our just like crazy theorizing yeah. out the window. Okay. <laughs> um, so, with, but, but with, so that's dark force. But, the, but what I'm saying is that um, yes. Um, sorry, awesome. uh, it, yeah. the, they said that uh, the, before the season. I think uh, some people, some people from Marvel, had gone on record saying the dark force was going to ah. play and play a, play a role in this. That's season. awesome. It could be literally just getting us to this point where now Mask and yeah. uh, potential yeah. other things that we'll, we'll save for the spoiler wall. I know yeah. you have theories, Jesse. But it's <laughs> but it's <laughs> interesting because, <laughs> so you know, <laughs> to, to the point of, of Madame Mask, like, at the end of this episode, she had, like, a cut on her face, but it was clearly filled with the dark force so like is the dark force just like in her face you know what I mean like like I feel like Like is it getting absorbed into her very being that's what I'm saying yeah is it it just gonna deform her face what's gonna happen right is is she ultimately going to be this character that was basically just really good at hand-to-hand combat all of a sudden now she's gonna have some superpowers 
I'm just saying. We'll see. Could happen. We'll see. We'll yeah, see but who knows? Maybe, maybe in light of the the technology not being there in the 1940s, maybe they'll give her the ability to actually change her face. Um, just and that Using will be her new I mean, like you've introduced yeah. an unknown element um, and an explosion. Yeah. Uh, Marvel Universe uh, properties. You just got superpowers. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's true. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if, you, if you live in the Marvel universe, just hang out near nuclear explosions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when they said when they said uh, a nuke, I was like, "Is Mark Ruffalo?" Just go, <laughs> just go to the nearest science lab and start opening the cages yeah. of the various <laughs> animals. <laughs> Oh, it just makes me think of like an old Family Guy bit <laughs> where Adam West goes Mr. and rolls around Mr. in West, radio. Mr. West, you have an <laughs> yeah. exactly. Oh, probably from rolling around in all that toxic waste. Um, there was a cool uh, little Easter egg for uh, for Whitney Frost in here um, when they it's like because they're talking about her movie career. Right. Surely you've seen Tales of Suspense, yeah, I know. which um, Tales of Suspense uh, number ninety eight. Uh, is the first appearance of Whitney Frost in Ooh. the comics. Nice. Um, not Smart just writing. an old uh, comic book, but a relevant one. That was mm-hmm. very interesting. Uh, yeah, that was, the big, that was the biggest Easter egg I could find. That wasn't, like, plot-related. Re- plot, yeah. um, all right, so... The we haven't even talked about the like the Lady of the Lake and the freezing, yeah, Um, because that was the big thing in the the first episode. Right, first like I thought like oh is this going to be like the big mystery that we have to solve? And then they're just like solved it pretty quick. Nope, done. It was the cop. I think we. I, I think for me, it's uh, you know I watched too much uh, Dexter, where they take an entire season to figure out yeah. like one to solve, murder, like yeah. Yeah. the serial killer, right? Was. Which it was always him. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> that was the show. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, when I that image of just like the lake in Echo Park and it being like frozen in the middle was extremely confusing to me. It's so funny because again, and and this is just to also touch on the point that the show has moved locations yes. to LA. Since we all live in LA, yeah. we're giggling at like when they say things oh like Coenga and yeah. like uh, be home before you, you hit traffic on the Coenga Pass or whatever. Yeah. But, but the pass it's a dry heat. Yes. <laughs> it's just the California. It was. It totally was. Yeah. It's it's really funny. Um, But to, to kind of go back to what you were saying, uh, Emma, about like what, loving a show where it's just you know a woman wearing lipstick kicking ass. Uh, in my heart of hearts, I really like those old forties like mystery like oh, film yeah. Yeah. stuff. And so, like in like I, I to the point where I even listen to like old timey radio yeah. dramas and stuff like that. And there's one about a female detective, and I oh. feel like I'm watching that unfold, like only a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah. And we even have if if we are talking about Wilkes being a potential bad love interest, for right? Her, like it could, that could even be like a reverse femme fatale thing. I so I'm like sitting here trying not to geek out too hard at like how film noir this is. It's so, gonna be so good. And the style is very good. Um, it's Raymond the, Chandler. Yeah, like it's it's like that type of style for sure. Yeah, uh, just the way that they sort of oversaturate. I'm pretty sure it's over. 
I always have to play with this stuff. <laughs> oversaturate. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. In, just the oversaturate everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, to, like, give it that, that like... golden that, glow. Exactly. It's, everything I mean, has it literally, that feel. Every, yeah, everything. I mean, down from, like, the color palette that people wear in their costumes. And yeah. Yeah. just how green the greens are. And, yeah, it's, well, it's awesome. It's Peggy's golden age of... Yes. <laughs> it's golden age of Hollywood. How, yeah. Yeah. how pink Bernard is. <laughs> <laughs> Bernard. Uh, Bernard style. <laughs> but like, I mean, it does. It feels like an old movie where like yeah. the li- which lines weren't as harsh as they are, with, no, especially great. with digital. Like yeah. everything was a little bit softer, yeah. and that's what we get here. Yeah. I will say my favorite line of the entire thing was uh, when Peggy first arrived in Los Angeles and uh, Jarvis was explaining to her why he needed to drive her. And she said, he said to her, you've no idea how foreign Los Angeles will seem to a civilized person like yourself. Too true. (laughs) The traffic. I feel right right The bad drivers. (laughs) Um, But but, it was really cool to just see this mystery in corp, like this mystery. It does. It feels like an old detective novel. In but the while we're talking possible. about mysteries, what is happening with this guy? Because they don't really explain with Chadwick. Yeah, or no, no Chadwick, oh. but with um, with the the cop. Yeah. Oh um, yeah! I, 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 I immediately wrote Ice Nine, which if you're a Kurt Vonnegut fan, like that's <laughs> basically what his powers are. It's just ice that keeps perpetually kind of expanding, expanding. and takes over the entire world. And I was like, this is. Cool. Are we going to get just Ice Nine? Is L.A. going to be iced over? Like, that would be mm. awesome. Because, yeah, they make it very clear that it's the, the stuff going down at Ice Nine getting contaminated. You know, this person getting contaminated is what killed her and what ultimately ended up killing the cop and the coroner as well. And yeah. they're trying to keep it all under wraps. I'm not sure how that ties into the zero matter, though. Is it just she got too close to it and it killed her? Or, like, well, no, is, think, is it not tied to the zero matter well, at all? Is it tied to something her. else? The, no, what the, co- well, the, what the cop said, what, he, what, I, what I gathered, yeah. was that she was killed separately. Yeah, by, yes. she by, was killed by being contaminated with something at Isodyne Labs. Yeah. And so it was his job. He was paid by to the guy who was having look an affair like, with her. Right. Like it was part of, uh, a, like the serial killer had come back. Yeah. Like two and years part of earlier. that was because he now has this either ability or curse or whatever it is going on. And that's what I'm really curious right. about is what exactly is going on there. It, do you, like, it could be that he was experimented on with the zero matter. Yeah, I I think it's a simple matter of she got contaminated by it and that's what killed and her. He did. And then it was just him messing with the body because he he probably got exposed to her blood. Well, I think uh, by well, like making it look it's like multiple someone, stabs. It's someone just, who who uh what's his name is having an affair with yeah, yeah. Chadwick. Uh, Chadwick, I think it might have been he's running for office and so it's like you gotta shore up all of your loose ends. Exactly. I think, yeah. I think Madame yeah. Mask might have offed him and not actually Chadwick. Like I think it was like a bit of like You've got this embarrassing secret. Oh, like a lover's oh, I was sort of thing? Absolutely yeah. under the impression that Whitney had killed her. Yeah. I mean, I, again, it, again, it's, it's, again yeah. it's kind of a... Uh, nice. Yeah, it's a... There's sort of a couple different ways you can look at it. A, it's very possible that, yes, uh, the, the girl, Jane Scott, had just gotten exposed to something. Laboratory accident. Laboratory yeah. accident. Yeah. But because... 
she had been involved with Chadwick and Chadwick was linked to Isodyne. They had to figure out a way to cover this up and that is why she ended up, you know, in the lake. In yeah, in the lake and and with the with the other cop recreating the Lady of the Lake killer sort of uh telltale sign so that that's what everybody would think that it was. Or I, or I think you know, Whitney might have killed her. <laughs> you know? It could have been that too. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. Whitney clearly also like is kind of pulling the strings oh. uh, for her husband's oh, she's a company, to- she's a and total she's the one Lady that Macbeth. is pushing for for use of the zero matter, and is God. angry with him when the rest of the council yeah. dismisses it as too dangerous or too expensive or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. and she's the one that's like, no, this is the way of the future. I'm the only one who knows what it's capable of. Yeah, because yeah. um, he basically is like her. Like her husband doesn't understand like the true value. The council clearly doesn't understand the true <laughs> value. There's a lot that you. I mean, they're basically uh, uh, like a lot of Marvel properties. They're talking about renewable energy sources, yeah. and like everyone's aware that like no, this could like like be like. Whether you're doing it for environmental reasons or money reasons, a lot of people in the Marvel Universe are like, no, this thing's going to solve, like, all of our problems on the Earth. Like, And I'm going listen. to be rich. Why won't anybody <laughs> listen to me? I'll kill them all. Then <laughs> they'll listen when they're dead. Uh, um, but so, uh, a lot of stuff uh, is going on with that. And then, like, so, I, I, I want to say it's probably tied to the council. Yeah. I completely well, agree. It, it. Yeah, um, it has well, to be. That, but sorry. Uh, <laughs> Vernon, <laughs> it, the thing that I, I think is tied to the council, Vernon and Jack in back in New York. Because remember, so Dottie is, is arrested and we find out later, basically freed yeah. by the FBI. I know. Um, and Federal Bureau of Idiots. <laughs> and Vernon, played by uh, uh, Kirkwood Smith. AKA Real happy. Red from that 70s show. Yeah. <laughs> See, I had, I had a buffer in between because I, I watched Resurrection, oh, which is another okay. Kazakis uh, butter show. Yes, yes. Um, and I just watched Robocop a bunch. So. Oh, man. <laughs> That's right. He is in Robocop. Uh, I'm excited yeah, to see him. He's, so he's a phenomenal oh, actor. If you, yeah. if, like, for, for whatever faults Resurrection may have had, and it was a good show that, like, had some, like, basically, I think, suffered because of Agent Carter. Because, <laughs> like, Pazagas and Butters, like, we're doing this at the same time. Yeah. And I feel like they're way more excited about Agent Carter. Um, but, um, for anyone who didn't see him on that show, like, if, if he's gonna have a role, it's gonna be fantastic. Because he is, he showed in there, he may have been read to us before, but he has some amazing chops no, when it comes to drama. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, in Robocop, he's amazing. Yeah. Like, that movie is amazing, mostly because of him. <laughs> like, it's fantastic. Like, he's if, amazing if, for a number of reasons. If yeah, he's gonna he's be, right. If he's gonna be a major kind of, like, antagonistic force in the show... Like how perfect! Like that's yeah. Be I mean, he basically awesome. pulls he pulls Jack aside yep. and is like, "Look, you got to get out of the SSR if you don't want to put up your ass." Yeah. Yep. Uh. <laughs> well, and, and he also basically has a history with him as well because he's like, "Who got you a job?" Yeah. When so you we came don't. Back? Uh, we at first I was thinking like, "Is this like Thompson's dad?" <laughs> or. I, yeah. Um, but so, but clearly, so this He's guy still a works mentor figure for of some sort. 
Hydra. Yeah. Or whatever this version of Hydra will be calling themselves. We can call them Taurus, for lack of a better... But, like, we'll call them Hydra. Yeah, they're yeah. Hydra. Border shadowy figures. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, so, what do you guys think his, like... His, is his game to dismantle the SSR because they don't have enough high, uh, agents in there? They are spread pretty thin yeah. right now, yeah. and they arguably are probably the biggest threat to Hydra, especially since they did just take down the remnants of Leviathan. Yeah. Right, uh, yeah. So, I, and especially with them being the shadowy organization that they are, being as insidious with the government as they are, and we know for a fact that, you know, the, the figures that are in Hydra that are currently in captivity are currently working on their plans to do just that. Yeah. So that could be what we're seeing is the fruition of Hydra getting, you know, so this getting, could be like, entangled with Shield and all that other yeah. stuff. We could be looking at what is at basically the beginning of a Garrett Ward relationship. Of yeah. like he's bringing him into the fold yeah. of Hydra, and maybe Thompson is come is join the, the winning team. Maybe Thompson, like basically underneath or like a side, like right yeah. alongside Carter and Stark form shield like we yeah, know we yeah, know we that don't. stark and peggy are are a major role mm-hmm. if not like the main role starting shield absolutely but we also know that hydra orchestrated a lot of that so this could easily be what yeah. we're seeing is the beginnings of Sh- is the true beginnings of shield yep. uh the like the untold story yeah. which is which is all the lead up to winter soldier yeah yeah and i mean if you're starting Shield, you've got you've got to have some sort of government backing. Yeah. Why not have this FBI dude help you out? Yeah, I mean, it could, like just think like what I was saying a minute ago. Just like it could be very well that like just the SSR is pure and like yeah. legitimately Hydra has nobody inside the SSR because like for all the faults that we saw from a few of them last year like they might just be like a, like all really like truly they're fighting the good fight yeah no, I mean, they, they fought in World War II they've been fighting yeah. Nazis yeah. I mean that yeah. that was definitely the impression that I got from the SSR you know for that you know the reason that Peggy was in conflict with them was because from their perspective you know Howard Stark is a traitor and the end. Yeah. Well, and she was Captain America's girlfriend, right? And not an actual, not a real agent, quote unquote. Right. Yeah. So- right. But but I mean, but but again, it's like the reason that she, even though ultimately, like she was doing the right thing, but because of their definition of what's right and wrong, and and sort of the black and white definition of what's right and wrong. She was in the wrong because, you know, she was getting involved with someone. With a traitor, yeah. yeah. With, a, with, yeah. with essentially a traitor. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff there. I'm really excited to see where it goes. Before we get uh, towards the end of the show, we got to talk about Jarvis yes! and Anna. Anna. Yeah. Yeah. She exists. She does exist. <laughs> She's not a recording or a robot <laughs> or, or a imaginary. I don't know. She might be a robot. Aww. No, but but she's definitely not a hologram. No. no. Great character, no. though. Yeah, like, she's great. Not at all what I was expecting out of that character. <laughs> yeah. 
I know. Like, what, the only thing we knew about her before this season was that she was a Jewish refugee who mm-hmm. was saved by Jarvis and like yeah. Yeah. Like, like, broken but, out. Yeah. At so, the like, same time, is it any wonder that he fell for her? Yeah. No. I mean, she's fantastic. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I was like, no, it's no wonder. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yeah, it's, no, mean, she's, yeah, I mean, she's so, I really want to see her and Peggy have, like, a sparring match. You know yeah. what I mean? Just because she mentioned that she had been Jarvis's sparring partner. Like, I feel like Anna is a secret badass, <laughs> and I can't wait. She made her a holster, a girdle that's also a, a holster. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I know. That, that just, like, small moment, moment of, like, gal gab time yeah. it was fantastic. <laughs> well, I, was, I mean, and it's nice to see another friend for Peggy and one who's more I mean like Angie was a great friend to her I last season Angie. I, miss I miss her so much yeah, the chat roll like you literally Ivan Soto I miss Angie oh, I miss Angie I didn't even see that um, but it's nice to see her working now forming this friendship with Anna who knows what she's really doing. Yeah. Because one of the nicest moments in the episodes for me was at the very, very end when Peggy is just in her room, you know, dealing with her feelings over Wilkes being probably dead. Probably not really, though. But as far as Peggy's concerned, dead. Yeah. And Anna comes in with the glass of whiskey for her, and she said, you know, oh, Jarvis recommended what making tea, but I thought this was better for the occasion. Well, and that's not to say that we're not going to see Angie eventually, because right. I mean, she She's well, in Hollywood, and we, Angie's an actress. Yeah. We 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 will. Like, sorry guys, like, spoiler. <laughs> Angie is going to be in season two. Like, Yay! it's already confirmed. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, I don't think that's really a spoiler. No, no, it's, no it's not. It's, not like, it's just a matter of when. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna get all three of these characters <gasps> in a room together. Oh my god. Can we? Oh, it's gonna For be great. Four hours. I want, I want. No, you know what I want? I want the three of them in a room. With Jarvis, yes. and Jarvis is there, and he just like doesn't know what to do. <laughs> or better yet, he's in the car with them, yes. right? and he's just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and I love Jarvis and all the little insights we're getting into the way that he lives his life in service of Howard Stark, and he's <laughs> he's learning martial arts. Uh, yeah. You know, he wants, uh, given everything that he's been going through, right. he wants to be able to defend himself better. Well, yeah. he was he was we went through a lot in season one. He did, so, like, yeah. yeah I've, if you went through that, you'd be like, I should probably train. Yeah, um, and he like because I think he felt more useful in yeah. that than anything he's done recently. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're working for Howard Stark. It learned martial arts. Get a pull, get a I mean, if nothing yeah. else, just to prevent yourself from getting punched in the face by jealous gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just saying. I mean, that car. Yeah. Oh, the car. With the champagne. Uh, that cha- I mean, is that a mirror? Yeah. A lot of those buttons are creepy. The champagne one is badass. That's awesome. No, I totally would love to put They that. have a button that they refer to as his sock on the door. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Howard Stark, you were a cat. Don't drink and drive. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like we need to stop and say, don't, 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 yeah, drink, don't, and drive. Drive. don't drink and drive. But if you're a passenger, <laughs> feel free to use actually time open bottle laws. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> just have a champagne button on your uh, Duesenberg. Like, just enjoy it. Look, you know you in the 50s, we learned World from Back to the Future in the 50s, you just, you park your car. Yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> it's going park. It's true. Uh, um, yeah. Oh my God, the mirror. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. It's so, like, oh. <laughs> I, I, we won't even get started. <laughs> um, but I, I, I am excited. I like, I like that Jarvis 
has a need to do more. Yeah, like, like, yeah. I, I now see I have a bigger purpose here. And it was so great to see him participate in the um, the horse racing operation <laughs> where he pretended to be like the head of Howard Stark Productions. Yeah. And uh, I, I want to hear I, well, more of his pitch yeah. about yeah, the, the female about spy. The, right, the movie that he's making about the female spy. I didn't actually buy that as like Entirely pretending. Oh, it's really? like you might legitimately be the head of Stark. No, for sure. But the movie. Was oh like yeah, the, yeah. He was, she was like, "What's the film about?" Coming. The the film, the movie is about. <laughs> I want at the end of the season. Pants. I want to be like on the set of this movie yes. that he's just now made up off the oh, top of his head. I really hope that they make this. Movie. And they cast Angie as the lead. Oh. And the name of the movie. Casablanca. I mean, I, again, Jarvis becoming crime fighter is great. I mean, in a weird way, he's sort of the Vision's grandfather. Yeah. So. Or his father. It's like yeah. the strange That's father weird, yeah. sort of thing. I, it's just, I don't know. It's really cool to see. I, I just love Jarvis so much as a character because he's, you know, specifically because he's not the hero, you know? But he's useful, and he's smart, and he tries. Well, and he's gonna do his damnedest to do everything he can to do the right thing. We we talked a lot last season, he very much filled in, like, the role of the girl sidekick to Peggy, and I think he's still continuing on that kind Absolutely. of trajectory where, like, you would see, like, you know, the action man, and then, like, the nerdy girl who, like, does stuff on computers for him. Like, that's who Jarvis that's who, is for Peggy. It is, yeah. And it's, like, it's continuing on that kind of track where, like, in the second season, the nerdy girl's now taking martial arts classes because she wants to be more useful yeah. for the superhero. Like, yeah. it's, it's And then the in season three, story. she gets to be a superhero. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Agents of Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we only have a few minutes left, so before we go into predictions, what do you guys, uh, do you guys have any other favorite moments that we can get to talk about, uh, just standout lines, anything like that? Hmm. Just, again, I, I just loved that it was like a kind of reverse film noir where, yeah. you know... We have a reverse. I love that they're doing um, an interracial relationship in Agent Carter. I think that's a great thing. And just, again, that moment where we get the symbol on on the board and our jaws Mm -hmm. just dropped. I I can't emphasize how awesome that was. I'm really excited to see how the storyline ends with Bernard. You know, he's still just running around in the lawn. (laughs) The Adventures of Bernard Stark. Uh, Yeah, I'm. I'm just happy to jump back into this world. It's such a. It's such a refreshing, different world, yet still feels so connected to the other ones that we analyze all the time. So it's really, it's really fun to kind of see this beautiful, kind of fun, more stylized world than we're used to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just like uh, some lines that I, I, we got the return of love the hat. Yes. Uh, which is a nice reference to season one and, and very much a very, one of the more popular lines. Oh yeah. Yeah. Season, yeah. Nice season. Um, I, I like when Jarvis is talking about the movie and he's just like, she doesn't have a love interest. <laughs> yeah. We're still looking uh, for the right actor. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> uh, so many great, 
great moments. I liked when uh, Jarvis referred to himself as a dangerous judoka. <laughs> <laughs> and when his wife said, he's never more lethal than when he's on his yeah, back. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's flat on his back, I believe. Was the one, actually. Uh, uh, I and hope with we... that, um, real quick, um, I want to move to some news and gossip. Let's right. uh, After Buzz TV News. Uh, there's a ton of news and gossip we could talk about in the Marvel Universe, but just in terms of related to to the people in this show, um, coming out this week, tomorrow, in fact, um, Michelle Fazekas and Tara Butters are officially taking over Captain Marvel yeah. uh, for the comics. That's so awesome! Like, uh, Kelly Sue, uh, DeConnick, De- yeah. thank you. Uh, it was like, it's not DeCormick, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, longtime writer of yeah. the series, and she's been a great writer, step, had to step down, uh, or they, or wanted to move on to other projects, right, whatever right. it was. And they were like, who do we get to replace this? And the first issue of the, of Fizekas and Butters run on Captain Marvel starts tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I gotta so, get it. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm going with it. <laughs> um, and so, uh, so let's do, let's do it. Predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I need my predicting hat for this. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Uh, well, uh, if you guys don't know, uh, Agent Carter films primarily on the Universal Studios lot here in Los Angeles, California these days. I work on that lot. So based on some sets that I have seen, uh, I predict that uh, we will be seeing Howard Stark make a movie at some point during. Yeah. Uh, during I believe that's an AfterBuzz TV exclusive. <laughs> exclusives right here. Please, please let it be about a female spy who's <laughs> tough as nails. Please, 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 please. Oh my gosh! Yes. I and they it. covered all the streets with dirt, so uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see. Ooh. Yeah, yeah that was uh, No, it looked more like oldie timey. Like England, maybe. I mean, they were filming in London Square, okay. so. Okay. <laughs> uh, very excited. Yeah, I'm, I, exci- I'm very excited. I think that because Peggy does have this support group that she didn't have in the first season, I think a lot of the kind of concurrent storyline with her being in Hollywood and other things going on in New York. I think it's going to be very much about dismantling the SSR, and then when that is left in ruins or shambles, she's going to be, well, I have my own team, let's make S.H.I.E.L.D. Piggybacking on that, I feel like Thompson is going to either knowingly or unknowingly be counter-moving Peggy with the FBI, and it's either going to be like, they're telling him that it's like this agent that they're trying to root out or something like that, or they're going to be like, we found out she's a double agent, we can't tell anyone, like, you've got to help do some counter moves and stuff like that, and it's going to be this kind of moral dilemma with him, whether he's doing, he thinks he's doing it for the right reasons, but it's actually the wrong reasons. Yeah, and Jesse, real quick, you had some info on on, uh, 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 Wilkes. Oh, yeah. So, Wilkes is a character in the comic books. Uh, in those comic books, he's, he's only sh- appeared in one comic book. And in that comic book, he is a scientist that deals with forces that he can't control. Mm-hmm. And then he becomes intangible. He becomes a ghost. Like, like he can't be touched. He can't be seen sometimes, but sometimes he can. That might and, like, explain why he disappeared. Yeah. Right, but we saw Whitney again at the end of the episode. So, oh my god, they fall in love, but they can never touch. That's the most heartbreaking thing I've ever heard. No! Oh. 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 
Well, I'm very excited to see that. Uh, I'm going to just lean on my main prediction that uh, Thompson is going to become the first member of Hydra Shield. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and with that, I think that's going to do it uh, yeah. for the first uh, after show for season two of Agent Carter. Thank you Yay. so much for joining us. <laughs> we had to blow through so much in this week, <laughs> so if we missed anything. Please let us know in the comments. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you thought of this episode. We want to know everything you thought. You can also tell us on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, hit us on, the, like I said, YouTube comments right down below. Um, all those ways, we want to know what you think. Next week, we'll do some iTunes shout-outs. So if you give us a review, you can have it read on the show. We'll shout-out your name. So until then, we'll be back here two, next Tuesday at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Jesse Klein, where can everyone keep up with you? Hi, everyone. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JessKlein1. That's J-E-S-S-K-L-E-I-N, the number one. Also, you can see me doing comedy all over the Los Angeles area. You guys are funny. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> and I'm Emma Fife. You can follow me all over the internet at Emma Fife. You can also see me on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzzTV.com. If any of you guys want to tune in tomorrow morning at 10.30 a.m. Pacific, uh, Alexis Torres, uh, Mark Donica, and I are going to be doing a Galaxy Quest watch-along in Whoa. honor of the late and great uh, Alan Rickman. That's awesome. Yeah. I did one for David Bowie uh, Labyrinth last week, so it's uh, been it's really been very special and cathartic. Uh, but yeah, I'm on a bunch of shows at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, Star Wars Rebels comes back tomorrow. It's going to be amazing. Uh, we're going to have somebody pretty cool in the studio, so be do. sure to check that out. And otherwise, follow me on Twitter, and you'll know everything I'm doing because I tweet a lot. We do have a special guest yes. tomorrow. I'm super <laughs> excited, um, guys. I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter at the Menguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, and I write articles for the Movie Chick Chick with two Ks. I I also want to give a special shout out to Ashley Grisham in the hashtag you rock. Thank you for watching. Um, and you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson, T H A T Z A C H W I L S O N. Whole bunch of shows coming up soon here at AfterBuzz, including Better Call Saul, The Muppets Returns, <laughs> and a bunch more. Guys, I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.